Blog Talk Radio. With God's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer, we bear witness that there is no God but God, Allah, and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. This is your Blog Talk Radio host, John Nasheed, New Mind Development uh, Project, broadcasting from the beautiful city of New Rochelle, New York, every Thursday. Well, today is Friday. We changed for this week, and we'll be back next month to Thursdays at 4 p.m. Our website is nm-dp.com. And as I mentioned often, that I'm a student of Imam Wardin Muhammad. And uh, as many of you know, by listening to the news, we have a terrible storm in this New York area. You know, just thank God, I mean, in the county, I live Westchester County, looks like we're getting back to normal. Gas lines are down. Uh, a lot of the power is on the mayor. He just called and mentioned that there's only 1,800 uh, people without lights. So that's a great blessing. Uh, but uh, New York City and Queens and Staten Island, uh, still devastation. So we pray for them and we pray that we have a speedy, speedy, speedy recovery. Uh, today we'd like to talk on a very important topic. And I'm going back now. I'm going back to the foundation of the establishment of uh, Islamic community here in these United States of America. And as I mentioned last week, you know, a lot of young people coming along in Islam and they don't really understand who they're standing on or what they're standing on as far as the foundation is concerned because we know that, you know, the establishment of Islam in America has been going on amongst African-American people have been going on for a very, very long time. Uh, the Nation of Islam back in 1930, even prior to that, Noble Drew Ali, he had his version of Islam. And I believe he was in Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, very, very strong, powerful, growing, evolving, transitioning out of uh, those versions of Islam and coming into true Islam. Uh, this week we'd like to talk a little about uh, the temple, temple number seven, uh, which is now Masjid uh, Malcolm Shabazz on 210 West 116th Street. And we want to go back and try to give a little history on that. Uh, I'm speaking or trying to speak from, you know, things that I read and some things that I experienced uh, because that was the time that I became Muslim in the Nation of Islam, 19. 66, many, many experiences, and quite naturally we can't do it all or say it all in the short time that we have on this program, one half hour, but we'll try to give it as much attention as we possibly can because it's very important for the young people coming into Islam and people who are not Islam, Christians, Jews, and others who have an interest, and we would really like to accommodate that interest. Uh, Temple number seven and, uh, you know, it was a temple where Malcolm X uh, preached uh, the Nation of Islam a doctrine until he left the Nation of Islam in 1964. Uh, temple number seven is known uh, 
to be on the corner of uh, 116th Street and Lenox Avenue. And, uh, you know, people all over the country, they visualize that corner, and today they see a beautiful picture there of a masjid uh, with a dome on the top, and, you know, that history goes way back. A lot of work went into that, a lot of lives that uh, put on the line for to establish that for the place of worship for God, and uh, this is why we have so much respect for Masjid Malcolm Shabazz and also Temple Number no. 7 from the old nation of Islam. And as I mentioned earlier, I want to not take anything away from what Minister Farrakhan and his group is doing, but I want to uh, make a distinction of the old nation of Islam and what is taking place uh, right now with Minister Farrakhan. And uh, for the sake of separation or understanding, we'll say the new nation of Islam. Uh, Temple number no. 7 first opened in 1946 in, in Harlem, in the YMCA in Harlem. <clears throat> and many of us know the YMCA now presently is at 135th Street, and I believe that's the same location. And later it moved to uh, 102 West 116th Street and the present lo- location. Uh, <clears throat> the south side corner of Lenox Avenue, actually, I think, it was such such a valuable location because it was a subway stop right there on that corner. And many people, you know, they came for shopping or whatever the case might be, but nonetheless easy access. It was just a storefront in 1954. And 1954 was the time that Malcolm uh, was made the minister and he came to New York to that particular location sent by the Abulazi Muhammad. Last week we talked about Yusuf Shah, and Yusuf Shah was sent with Malcolm X uh, to accompany him and watch his back and you know, be his aide, etc. And I don't think it was anyone that was more worthy of that position as Yusuf Shah. Ten years later, when Malcolm split from Elijah Muhammad in 1964, he opened a mosque, and it was the mosque called the Mosque of Islamic Brotherhood on 130 West 113th Street. Uh, the location is still presently there, and uh, he joined an uh, association with Imam Tawfiq, uh, who since passed away, and the present Imam there now is Imam Khalid Abdul Rashid, a very uh, powerful young man working in the community for the betterment of Islam and human life. And uh, Imam Khalid had mentioned to me once that uh, when Malcolm X and Imam Tawfiq came together, he decided that uh, Malcolm was going to take care of the political. He's very political. He's going to take care of you know, that area, and Imam Tawfiq take care of the religious responsibility. And uh, Malcolm, after Malcolm was assassinated, Temple Number no. 7 was destroyed by a firebomb in 1965, along with other offices and businesses in the building. The Nation of Islam uh, had then occupied 
and upper floor. And I remember I have pictures where I recall seeing uh, the restaurant. Uh, I believe it was on the ground floor of that same building. And, you know, back then in those days, we would associate, if we weren't in a temple, we would associate in the uh, restaurant. A very important place for us. And, uh, you know, right behind me in my office here in my home, I have a picture of Malcolm X and Yusuf Shah and a whole uh, couple of ministers and a host of security people around them right across the street from 116th Street. And Yusuf Shah, as always, he's out front clearing the way and making sure everything is in order, plus giving instructions. And, uh, you know, that's what he was famous for. And there was a split uh, uh, before the Nation of Islam Temple was forced to move to 106 West 127th Street after the uh, firebombing, and it was also called uh, Muhammad's Temple Number 7. There was a split uh, between those who followed Malcolm and also those who were with the Abulaz Muhammad. Those with the Abulaz Muhammad moved temporarily to the Bronx on Prospect Avenue, where Temple Number no. Seven was established, and Temple Number no. Seven housed Muslims from the Bronx and also from Manhattan. Now, remember, Manhattan didn't have a place of worship because it was destroyed by fire, and Minister Farrakhan became a new minister sent by Elijah Muhammad. Uh, minister Farrakhan, he was in uh, Boston, and from Boston. He came to New York, and he was the minister of the Bronx Mark. When I first came, and I never heard of Minister Farrakhan, and he's very popular now, but I didn't know him, and he was a very fiery, fiery teacher, and he would automatically get your attention. And uh, he became the minister in anticipation of repairing the mosque on 116th Street uh, Prospect Avenue in the Bronx, Temple Number no. 7 was established, and the members of Bronx and Manhattan attended. <clears throat> Later, with the combined efforts of all of the temples, that was Brooklyn, which was 7B, Queens, which was 7C, Bronx and Manhattan, 7D, and Westchester County, 7E. The destroyed temple number seven on the corner of 116th Street and Lenox Avenue was rebuilt uh, on the old foundation, the same foundation, 116th Street and Lenox Avenue. Now, it was a big effort, and many of us, we sacrificed a lot. We sacrificed our money. We sacrificed our time because during that period of time, there was a great problem on that corner with drugs heroin addicts, and they would accumulate on that corner waiting for the man to come in with the drugs. It wasn't like it is now, drugs all over the place. You know, they were assembling, waiting, like hordes of bees waiting for, and we had to secure the building. We had to protect whatever valuables that were there. Uh, Not much, but for a drug drug addict, uh, anything, two bricks would, if you could make 20 cents from it would be sufficient. So that was our responsibility. 
and we maintained it, and we were able to rebuild it. We bought chairs. We had drives. We had fundraisers, etc. And that building was designed by one of our great brothers, his brother Sabbath, Sabbath Brown. He was the designer of that building. Keep that in mind and study our history, you know, because people take credit for your history if you don't make your history available. And this was Sabbath Brown, who was an African-American, and he was a designer, an architect, and he designed the building on 116th Street. In 1962, it was the location of the controversial police shooting labeled in a book, Murder in a Harlem Mosque. And we talked about that last week and the role that uh, Yusuf Shah played in, in that. But that was a, it was a very, very serious time. Uh, you know, many of the old Muslims who were in the FOI had, uh, prior to that time, prior to 1960, way back in Malcolm's time, 19 in the 50s, Many of them, when they heard about it on the radio or heard the police sirens, they came and they offered themselves, their lives and their freedom to stand and give support to the building. And we know that uh, there were some arrests and later on the trial and court and the brother, he was uh, exonerated. And uh, there's still a lot of controversy. Every now and then I see it pop up in the media, you know, and people feel that they want justice, and quite nasty, we're all about the same thing, which is justice. But the court was unable to find the accused guilty. So those were some very, very trying times. In 1975, Imam Wati Muhammad in that same building we're talking about, uh, in that same building, Imam Wati Muhammad gave his famous speech to the FOI class and Temple number 7 at 102 West 116th Street. Now, Imam Muhammad, I vaguely heard about him, but I didn't know him. And when I came to the FOI class that Saturday, you know, he set a whole new stage. He set a stage for uh, change, actually. And uh, the language that he was speaking was in the customary language that we were used to. You know, we're from the nation of Islam. We were, uh, but nonetheless, his language was completely different from the language that we were accustomed to. The speech setting the foundation for the establishment of al-Islam or true Islam or submission to God. Uh, the foundation proper beginning develop of faith in the oneness of God, the prayer and charity and fasting and pilgrimage and eventually reuniting ourselves. The spirit right in that speech was designed to uh, unite ourselves with Muslims all over the world, Muslims in Europe and Africa and Asia, etc. And uh, very, very powerful speech. So all of these things is related to that building right there on 116th Street. You know, my first assignment that I had to work in the temple was to clean out the basement uh, before even the building was established, just a shell. We used to call it the shell. And we would, my assignment was to work on cleaning out 
the basement so when the construction people came in, they wouldn't have any problems, just move about. So that was uh, very important for me, too, to be a part of that hands-on. And the conclusion, not only did it establish the foundation for true Islam, but also the conclusion of the nation of Islam. And present in that meeting was Minister Farrakhan, uh, Captain Rashid, from the West Coast. He was there as a visitor, and also Abbas Rasul, National Secretary from Chicago. I think he was accompanying Imam Muhammad, and some others that, you know, I can't, it's not clear in my mind. <coughs> Remember, this was 1975. Imam W.D. Muhammad clearly presented himself as the leader of the nation of Islam in transition to Al-Islam proper. And that's how he presented himself, and he was established at that point until 2008 when he passed on. Uh, the Abu Muhammad died in 1975, and it was the part of the time of the year when we have our national uh, Savior's Day in Chicago and all of the Muslims from all over the country. And Imam Muhammad was there, and he gave his famous speech in Chicago at that Savior's Day. The national leaders accepted him from all over the different states in the United States. They accepted him. They picked him up on his shoulders, and they declared him the national leader. The Nation of Islam was renamed by Imam Wadi Muhammad as the World Community of Al-Islam. And a lot of names came, and he changed a lot of names. And he also changed the name of all of the temples that were numbers, 725, all of the numbers. He called them uh, Muhammad's Temple number, whatever that particular number was. And then later he named Masjid, Temple Number 7, Masjid Malcolm Shabazz. Uh, to honor his great work, uh, Masjid is a place for proper prayer, Islamic prayer. And that building still has the name right now. Minister Farrakhan, or as he was called after uh, the passing of Elijah Muhammad, he was a follower of Imam Barakti Muhammad, he was uh, Imam Abdul Alim Farrakhan, I believe that's correct. He joined with Imam Barakti Muhammad. Imam W.D. Muhammad began, began to shuffle all of the leaders around the country. Some of them had so much power, so much influence over the people. And to be a proper Muslim organization or masjid, then you couldn't, people don't have power over people. People lead, and they direct people, but they don't have the power. So he was shuffling around the country to try to get the right mix. He moved uh, Minister Farrakhan to Chicago. I believe it was on the west side of Chicago, a place that didn't have much fanfare. And he replaced him with uh, Imam Jeremiah from Philadelphia. And quite naturally, we know these things don't work long, but he didn't intend. He didn't intend for it to work long. Uh, Minister Farrakhan was not satisfied with his position, and I don't believe he was satisfied with, with his livelihood in Chicago. Uh, and uh, he left 
to reorganize the nation of Islam. Actually, he came imam and he told Imam Muhammad he felt that he can serve better by going back and reestablishing the nation of Islam, the new nation of Islam, uh, and making himself the leader and the authority. And he still holds that position right now to today. And uh, I'm not criticizing. He did a lot of good with young men. But, you know, we don't want to hold Islam or al-Islam back. We want to make Islam or al-Islam progressive in our society. Uh, he, he reestablished Temple Number 7 in Harlem as well as all the other states and cities where they were previously. So he went back. He re, we reworked the temples of uh, that was established by the Ambalaj Muhammad, and they all established right now. Imam W. D. Muhammad renamed all of the former temples uh, Muhammad Mosque, and he changed, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Temple Number Seven to Malcolm Masjid, Masjid Malcolm Shabazz, 102 West 116th Street. And then he later uh, appointed Captain Rashid. He appointed him, and he's from the West Coast. He appointed him to be the, the imam of that particular masjid. And Imam Rashid was a very powerful individual, very powerful figure in the nation of Islam, as was Yusuf Shah. And although he didn't possess all the characteristics of an imam, uh, he did have the power and he had the influence, the enough influence to, you know, hold it while it was transitioning into the proper Islam. And uh, we thank God for him. He had later passed also. All of the masjid under Imam Bawanti Muhammad's leadership are today Sunni, meaning following the Sunnah or the traditions of Prophet Muhammad. <clears throat> Not Elijah Muhammad, but Prophet Muhammad of over 1,400 years ago. I believe it's 1,435 or 6 years ago. The difference between Sunni and the nation of Islam. That's a question I'm pretty certain many people who don't know ask. The nation of Islam is following the old temple, uh, which is wake up for wake up for clean up teachings, uh, a false idea of God and the messenger. So the nation of Islam came to empty all of that out. You know, slave psychological problems African Americans had from slavery of false teachings of God and Jesus and, you know, things of that nature, the nation of Islam came to empty that out. The Sunnah or Sunni Muslims is following the example of Prophet Muhammad, Allah, the one God and the Holy Quran, and living it in the life and putting it into practice. In New York City, Temple Number 7 and Masjid Malcolm Shabazz both started in the same location. The foundation for 
of people who had lost the knowledge of themselves and who was living a beast animal life, dead to the world and buried in a shallow grave. And I recall the Nation of Islam being a member of the Nation of Islam who used to go out fishing for the dead, and the dead being our people who were lost in this world and buried in a shallow grave. And we were calling them out with truth. Al-Islam resurrected the dead from the grave and gave the dead life, the word of God. Actually, the word of God is life. And if you don't have the truth or the reality, then technically you're dead because the human being was designed and structured to process truth. And as a result of processing truth, then that human being will create the world that God wants, a healthy world, a world free of all of these pollutants and all of these quick fixes and things of that nature, which is destructive to human life, automobiles that that run on healthy exhaust. Not healthy, but nonetheless, the, the exhaust wouldn't be destructive to the life. And now we're dying as a result of that kind of uh, understanding, which is not real, it's not from God, and we're suffering as a result of it. So man have built a false world at the cost of the human life of man's human life. And now, as a result of coming through these different experiences out of the Temple Number 7 on 210 West 116th Street, we find the building or the structure is being built on the foundation of that old structure and is being built for the betterment of mankind. The Holy Quran, God revealed to Prophet Muhammad over 14 hundred years ago was for the benefit of all mankind. So that building that's standing there right now, it doesn't belong to anyone, it belongs to God. It's for the purpose of God. And that building is calling people, human beings all over the world, calling people to the way of God. Every time we hear the Adhan being called, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, we are calling people prayer. And calling people to prayer means calling people to worship God in their natural form, the natural origin that human life was originally created in. In other words, be yourself. And what is yourself? Yourself is a natural Muslim. You are Muslim in the nature. And quite naturally, God knows best. So we thank you once again for tuning in. Or if you're not in and you go to our archives, check out some of our other programs and uh, introduce this program to some other folks and let them get the benefit of it also. And uh, we'll keep striving to put material out where we can learn and pass on to our children for bigger, clearer understanding. And uh, with God's help, we most certainly will be successful. So we thank you, and we'll see you next week with another program. I think we'll be talking about Minister Malcolm X uh, next week and uh, Friday the 16th, and uh, we'll be looking forward to you tuning in. Thank you. Peace.